You're listening to Beyond the Bike with Big Lou, Women of Enduro series. And now a few words from our advertisers. Welcome to Sysmontane Brewing Company. We are located at 1409 East Warner Suite 6, Santa Ana, California 92705. We are open on Monday through Thursday from 3 to 9, Friday and Saturday from 12 to 9, and Sunday from 12 to 6. We have 15 beers on tap with rotating seasonal options. We also have a cask night and taco Tuesday every Tuesday from 3 to 9. And we also feature vinyl Sundays where you can come and choose your own record and we play your music for you. We'll see you soon, Santa Ana. Cheers. What's up, Janaya? Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Appreciate Absolutely. It. And uh, so we're going to title this Women of Enduro because um, I don't think women uh, get enough props, especially for Enduro. It's usually all the guys, you know, you see all the videos on Pink Bike and whatnot. And yeah. it's all about guys. But what about the women? Right? Women, yeah, the women need to step up. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so let's let's get to know a little bit about you. Uh, talk to us about you. Um. Well, I live in Medford, Oregon right now. Okay. I'm from Redding, California. Um, started racing bikes um, on my third year. So, yeah. What, I mean, how'd you get into bikes, though? Bef- um, let's see. I used to race motocross. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, that's where it, this all stems from. Mm-hmm. But, uh... What, like, kinda, uh, 250s, 450s, yeah, 250, what? 250YZ250, that's what I raced. And then, um, I was trying to go pro with that. And a few years ago, the whole WMA kind of, like, took a crap. Wait, talk to us about that. I don't even I don't even know what that's about. A women's Motocross Association. So it's like the professional level of moto. Really? Women. Yeah. I don't even know. Okay. Yeah, but um, it was a lot bigger than it was when I was trying to get into it. Um, so they switched it down to like three events that they had. And so I could really only make it to one. Mm-hmm. So I was really bummed out. So I was like, okay, I'll just sell my bike and get a new one. Maybe by the time I get a new one, they'll like up the program. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen. And I ended up just buying a mountain bike to train. Uh-huh. And so about bought an $800 mountain bike off Pink Bike. Really? Yeah. Like an old 2011 Janus <laughs> nice. aluminum frame. Horrible nice. bike. I mean, it was good for me, but I told, I broke it the last race of the season. Damn. Just totally snapped it. Wow. So, yeah. So why do you think that the, uh, what was it called? W? WMA. WMA? Mm-hmm. Why did it? What what happened? Like just not enough women interested in the sport, or I guess and not sponsors, a lot of promoters to watch it. I mean, because it's noticeable that the women aren't as fast as the men, mm-hmm. but it's like it's still they deserve credit for all their work, you know. Right. So I don't know. I just I don't know. There wasn't a lot of women. There, I think there might be more now. I'm not quite sure. I've how big of, was the field when you were racing? Um, when you go to the big events, there'd be like a full gate, which is like 40 riders, sometimes 35. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like local races. That's a good amount, you'll though. You'll get like local races. You'll get like five, maybe four. Were you and racing then, a pro or? Um, no, that time I was racing pretty much the intermediate. Intermediate women. class. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how many years did you do that? Um, fifteen. I was like fifteen when I started doing that, so probably five years. Okay. Something like that, five or six. Wow. Yeah. So no, 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 no bikes, no mountain bikes before that. No. Really. Uh. Uh-uh. I and rode then, I rode a mountain bike in Mammoth one year. It was like 13 or something, mm-hmm. and that was it. And then I'd never ridden a bike after that, really, wow. besides road bike every now and then, but mm-hmm. I hated road biking. I was always <laughs> so against it. I was like, please, base, no. Base miles. <laughs> yes, get me off of this pedaling bike. So So why'd you, why'd you choose Enduro? Was that your first discipline that you wanted to do? 
Or did uh, you do a little bit of cross country? Just or? my friends kind of got me into that. Mm-hmm. I really like downhill, but I never really liked the format. You get one run. That's it. And you're one done. shot. Yep. You mm-hmm. know, so it gets me all like whew, really nervous. Mm-hmm. And I like the fact that enduro gives you plenty of stages to kind of you know you, work with it. And yeah. if you mess up one, like maybe you can just hammer out the fast downhill that's coming up. And yeah. You're like, okay, we're okay. So why not cross country? Um, Cause, pedal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you like Stem, pedal. Stems back to the old mountain or road bike. Yeah. I don't know. I, I might try and get more into that. Mm-hmm. It's good for fitness, but. So um, talk to me about uh, the progression from starting racing enduro and then like all the way up to where you're at now, which is pro. That's a big jump. I it mean. It happened really fast. Really fast. So let's see. Was it 2000? It was like end of 2015 I got that bike. Okay. And then I did like three sport women classes races in the Oregon Enduro. Mm-hmm. And uh, I won those. And so I ended up winning the series. And I was like, wow, this is this is kind of cool. And so I like look at my times and I was like, you know what, maybe I should just, I'll just bump up to the pro. I'm like, whatever, I'll try and win some money and mm-hmm. see how I do. And I ended up like, yeah, last year getting fourth in the California Enduro, so I made some money, and I was like, okay, I, I really enjoy this, like, not just the money factor, but, right. like, the whole, wow, I'm progressing really, really quickly, Yeah. and so I just really, like, had, like, a passion for it. Um, so you were a privateer, or did you have, like, sponsors, or? Um, last year, I got a little bit of help from Intense, and just a couple local, my local sponsor, Norpac Power Systems, he... He's been, he was a huge help last year and he still continues to help me out because he likes me. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, just a couple little sponsors, but got me to Marin. Which and, is huge. Which is huge for me. Yeah, I was right? like, when I first, when they first called me and told me that I'm on the team, yeah. I like bawled and I was really? like, oh my gosh, is wow. this happening? Cause <laughs> I, my awesome. whole life when I was a young kid, I was like, um, I just really want to be a professional something, like mm-hmm. sports, because I used to play softball and, like, a bunch of other stuff. Mm-hmm. But I was always like, I just need, a pro- I need to be a professional at something, sport-wise. Mm-hmm. And so I finally felt like when I was up on Marin that I, like, reached that little goal. Wow. So In a really short cool. amount of time, what, a couple of years? Yeah. Wow. I was, I shocked myself. I was like, what is happening? I mean, was it just a natural ability or just coming from, from Supercross or Motocross? I or? think Motocross helped a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I just really had to... I still have to focus on my fitness some more, but that was the toughest part for me was just trying to get endurance and all that, you know, mm-hmm. but what, what, what have you, what have the challenges been for you like to get to where you're at now? Um, yeah, probably just the fitness and, um, trying to think mainly just experience. I'd say I feel like a lot of the women out there right now in my level in the pro Mm-hmm. have a lot more experience and I feel like I lack that and I find myself making big mistakes that mm. dang it only kind of come with time yeah so it's like I just have to like be patient so it's really hard though yeah right yeah uh, so you live in Oregon so what are your local trails out there what are the, what are the trails like like what kind of dirt you're talking uh, about like oh they're nice yeah yeah like loam or what are we talking about here? um some of the trails are a little loamy some of it's uh like crush up granite mm-hmm. um they're pretty flowy, smooth, but then you'll have, like, some rock gardens and uh, switchbacks, stuff like that. Super fun. So your local trails help you 
train and just kind of develop your skills um, to come to, let's say, China Peak or... Um, That's difficult. Yeah. Because um, China Peak's really dusty and, you know... Yeah. Well, like, slippery, whatever. Um, back home, it's not quite like that. Not like the soft stuff, mm-hmm. the turns. Like soft over hard pack. Like, yeah. We're used to that down here in SoCal, so. Yeah, yeah. So I've, I've had trouble, like, transitioning to that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm kind of getting a little bit of the hang of it. Are you um, <clears throat> going to different spots to train or to get used to some kind of, like, the, you know, like the big jumps? Like, <clears throat> like this weekend there's a little bit of jumps. Yeah. So, I, I mean. Oh, so you that tra- comes from Moto, though. Okay. So, but it did take a while for me to learn how to jump a bike like uh-huh. I, I remember practicing up in bend they have a bike park up there and i was horrible at jumping a mountain bike but i can jump a huge double on a motorcycle just yeah. easy but um i just remember doing these little tiny doubles like i don't know 10 feet just like super tiny and uh so yeah just going to like places like that really helps uh coaching any co- any kind of coaching you got oh from someone else um, yeah no not like professional wise yeah. but like my other teammates, Corey, Amy, and Evan, they all, mm-hmm. like, help me out. And uh, my brother's helpful. My boyfriend, my, you know, all these people around me are my coaches, really. Mm-hmm. All my friends and everything, kind of. I just, like, ride behind them and, like, learn different things. And, right. Yeah, it all helps. Do you read ride by yourself um, when you're out there training? Um... Sometimes, yeah. Okay. Yeah, a lot of times I'll catch myself, like, solo riding. <laughs> but, oh, really? Yeah, but I like going with, like, say, my brother or something, because he's really, really physical. He's a really good, like, cross-country type rider. Mm-hmm. So going with him, it really, like, pushes me to try and chase after him. Okay. So it's like, I need to do that more <laughs> to get motivation. Um, What kind of training do you do right now? Right now, I try and uh, get in, like, 12 hours a week on my bike, whether that's Road bike, mountain bike, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I'll do some rock climbing, try and do rock climbing a couple days a week. Some... Is that something you just picked up or yeah. really? I found it, I don't know, it's just super fun. It's a little super... bit of cross training? Yeah, very, yeah, upper body, mm-hmm. really strong. I can't, I can't find myself going to the gym that much. Like I try, but it's just like so boring for me. Yeah. I'm more of an outdoorsy person than okay. like, yeah. It's Oregon, right? Yeah. There's a lot of stuff to do out there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah tons so i'll do some running and i just try and switch it up okay yeah do some so sprints um and, so no professional coaching right now for you nope really so like, just kind of doing it on your own yeah huh? i know it's hard for me to like figure out the best way to do it and i'm already trying to like plan for next year and go okay i need to grab a book and you write out what i need to do and like ask different people and get input right so i try to be like a sponge and like Mm-hmm. Ask people questions. Yeah, because I'm sure of... everybody's telling you, like, well, you got to do this. And then somebody's like, you got to do that. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, I had Eric uh, Saunders on the podcast. And, you know, and I was asking him about that kind of stuff. He's like, well, I just did it my way. It's like, I did it, you know. And he got to, he was a national road champion, you know, raced in Europe and stuff like that. And, yeah. you know, he, his, his thing he was talking about is he kind of wishes he would have, like, had a program. Because he maybe would have gone farther. So yeah, that's what I've been thinking too. Yeah. And like I've been really realizing that like oh, I have I haven't had a full program. Like I've kind of had a layout of things I need to do, but it's been kind of like what cuz you don't really know mm-hmm. cuz it's so new to me. I'm like what do I do? I yeah. have no idea. So that's a that's a goal for next year to I, I always get out. yeah, I always get pumped watching uh, um some of the videos that Nino Schurter puts up. I don't know if you ever get to see him. No, I haven't. 
he's like the way he trains and you know like his training techniques and like what he's doing to prepare himself for the cross country season. Oh, that's cool. I mean, he's doing a lot of um, a lot of like off the wall stuff. You know, like balancing, like using like those you know those balls yeah. and stuff. I love and, like the basu ba- basu balls or basu balls. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure what they are, like but the it's, it's like a like a plate that he uses and yeah. he's kind of balancing oh, and like juggling. I know what that is. I forgot what it's called, but yeah, those are cool. So he does all that kind of stuff, and I guess it's just to help him focus. You yeah. know, and I don't know if you know a lot about cross country racing, but Nina Schroeder is like world champion. You know, yeah. like that guy's that's like he's a pinnacle of like mountain bike racing right now in cross country. Yeah, for sure. So you know, I, I know there's a lot cool. of there's a lot of pro guys and women that have a program to get. You know, like it, they want to ramp up to that. You know, I mean, they don't want to mm-hmm. peak right away. And I'm sure you heard about like yeah. don't, you don't want to peak too soon and Definitely. stuff like that. It's always like more weight training during the early off season, so you don't want to like wear yourself out. Mm-hmm. It's kind of tedious to figure out exactly what you need to do. Plus, your body. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, I need to get this sprints in today, but it's like, man, I'm just not okay. My legs are. Te- it's just you're trying, but it's mm-hmm. just, sometimes your body just <laughs> it says no. Says no. <laughs> you have to listen to it though. Yeah. So. Um. Are you? What's your full time gig? Racing mountain bikes. Is that your full time um, gig? Or? Racing mountain bikes. I go to school at Southern Oregon University. Okay. Trying to do pre physical therapy. So I'm full time in that, and then I also decorate cakes on the side. Okay. Kind of an oddball one, but yeah. Is that, is that like a hobby of yours, or? Um, I worked in Chico, California, doing that like professionally for a couple years, and then I finally moved up to Oregon and got into mountain biking, and was like, I really want to race and all this, so kind of stopped that, but I can't get away from it. People always get a hold of me, like, come do my cake, and I have a place up there I go work at, so. What's like the most elaborate cake you've ever done? Oh, man. Well, let me see. There's so many. Um, one of the weirdest cakes I've ever done um, is like a, the, they do the pregnant bellies. And it's, it's really weird. I don't like doing them. It's like, why am, I, why, am I make, why am I rubbing a pregnant belly made out of cake? But yeah, um, I did a Alice in Wonderland cake. Okay. That was probably my favorite cake of all time. Super detailed. It was fun. How long does it take to do uh, to create something like that? Oh man, anywhere from like three to I'll spend like eight to twelve hours on it. Yeah, eight to twelve hours. Like it's a little like you know uh, they have breaks in them. You know, like I'll be doing the dishes or come back, and that's including like total time. But mm-hmm. yeah, sometimes they'll be really really so, tedious. Uh, how much cake mix do you go through? <laughs> it's got to be a lot, right? <laughs> a lot. I don't even. I don't even know. A lot. A lot of eggs. A lot of flour. eggs, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> what? Uh, speaking of eggs, like, are what are your eating habits? Like, now that you're, Ooh, you know, on a pro level. Good question. Yeah. I just watched this uh, documentary. <laughs> it's called What the Health. Okay. Okay, and it really made me not want to eat, um, like chicken or beef or uh, and eggs, and I was just like, Whoa. so you're vegan? No, or? I'm not. Okay. I can't go. I can go vegetarian. Okay. But no, my diet consists of eggs and oatmeal and just your, you know, chickens and lots of veggies mm-hmm. and the norm kind of, okay. I think, but what? too oddball. Kind of go more gluten-free. Okay. That's kind of my style. Reading labels and stuff when you go yeah. to the grocery oh, yeah. store. I'll always. I yeah. try and do the whole five ingredients or under on the back. Have you ever heard of that? I no. I've heard of that. What, like what, if it has more than five ingredients on it in the back it's mm-hmm. probably not like the best for you mm. <laughs> so okay i try it's kind of okay. hard because there's a lot of stuff out there yeah you know and there's so many programs and like keto and you know doing this I and doing that 
I'm we're kind of on it right now, and I'm gonna try and do it again, but it I have to do it in the off season. What what did you experience? I got real tired. Really? Yeah, I tried it for like I started doing it for like three weeks, and I was like, whew, I'm just really tired. Mm-hmm. When I go on rides, I try and eat like peanut butter or. You know, I try and find these different alternatives to the bars I'd eat that were full of carbohydrates and stuff. I just didn't feel like I had enough energy. But I know it took, I, they say it takes a while for it to, like, you to go into. Like three to four weeks or whatever. Yeah, to go into ketosis or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I didn't hit that yet, and I was just, like, having a tough time. Tell me about it. <laughs> it was hard. I'm used to, like, tortillas oh, and, like, yeah. you know. Corn oh, tortillas yeah, oh, chips so and good. salsa. Oh, I just had some forget of about it. Oh, I know. So now we went to the grocery store and for this weekend since we're out here in uh, in Big Bear for uh, round number five, Crafts and Cranks. And uh, now I'm looking at labels. I'm like, hey, Danny, can we have this? Like, yeah. It's like, no. Like, it's how about this? Like, no. It's like, oh, man, what can we have? You end up spending like an extra hour in the grocery store going, can I can I have this? Can I? <laughs> you know, and, and instead of being the cheaper, it's like it's more expensive to try to eat healthier. Which, it is. Which is kind of a bummer, but. It's, it's kind of sad. That's what the whole, what the health um documentary what, what the hell what the health? go check it out it's pretty good you'll not want to eat chicken <laughs> though it's sad chickens are good they are i try and find more like i really want to go start looking for um like local butcher shops and stuff mm-hmm. and just start going for local farms and i really you guys need to do my research you, you guys have a lot of that yeah offer? yeah um my mom was actually showing me this raw milk kind of you know people selling raw milk and stuff around Oregon and stuff. Mm. I want to look more into it. It's all about not being, like, <laughs> as lazy and trying to do research about it. Yeah. Raw That's milk harder. is, it's a different, whole different taste. I've, I've it. had it when I was a kid. My grandpa had a ranch in Mexico, and he would milk the cows, so he would teach me how to milk the cows, and he would bring it home, right, and, and uh, put it in the fridge, and in the morning, it would have, like, a layer, right? Yeah, like yeah. that layer, and, like, you just have to, like, move it over. So my like, mom said, yeah. I'm like, oh, you drink it, and you put it in cereal, it just tastes different, you know, because we're yeah. so used to, like, it being homogenized and whatever they're yeah. doing to their process, you we know. We don't know, but yeah. that's how it's, yeah. But that's, I was like, uh, I've actually right. had I mean, a, I want a, cereal milk, that's what I got to drink, you know. I know. <laughs> I have it on my bucket list to milk a cow. I don't know if that's weird or not, but I've always, like, I used to watch Little House on the Prairie when I was a kid. <laughs> It's another fun fact about me. If you wanted to get to know me, here you yeah, go. absolutely. Um, and you know they're milking cows. And I'm like, I really wanted to just try that. Like, it's so like, uh, like primitive. Like, yeah, yeah. Going back to what we used. You just got to make sure you, you tie down the hind legs because that's one thing my grandpa first did. Because you know start moving around, what? so he's got to hold he's got to hold the cow down. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he had like a little spot for it in, in the ranch where he would milk the cow, and he had the the big you know, stainless steel things, and he yeah. would just go at it, you know, and I had to come down there, and he showed me how to milk a cow, so, I mean, I, I already did that. Oh, <laughs> I've done that. okay. Well, maybe one day I will. Yeah. We'll see. So, so what else is on your bucket list? Oh, man. I knocked off a few of them. Costa went to Costa Rica, went out of the country. Hmm. Um, how was that? It was so, so fun. It was so worth it. It was a, we did a, like a four-day race? Yeah, four-day enduro race over there. It was a um, trans- um, Costa Rica. Okay. Yeah, so fun because they do like a bunch of like Trans um, BC and all mm-hmm. that. So we went over there and did a four day race. That was hard but fun. Well, I mean, what kind of trails conditions were out there? Was it like uh, super loose and steep, and they had some pedaling, had some hills in it. Mm-hmm. That was that was terrible. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, I just ended up crashing like every race run. It was ridiculous. Just but, out of the zone. 
Um, no, it was all blind racing. I forgot to mention that. Blind racing. So you weren't able to mm-hmm. practice and see the trails before you raced them. Mm-hmm. So that was the hardest part. So you have to just go down and try and back it off enough, but kind of go race pace. What do you think about that kind of racing? <sighs> it's tough. Does it it's... does it like bring out like the true, like a complete racer? Kind of. You know what I mean? Instead of like you get a chance to pre-ride, Kinda. you know, know where the rocks are at. It makes you, you know? smart. Makes you be like look ahead. Mm-hmm. You just gotta like be one with the trail. That's that's kind of the helpful part about it. Mm-hmm. I feel like it really helped me crashing all that time. You know, yeah. <laughs> like realizing you really need to look ahead and like plan your move or like kind of almost predict sometimes what's gonna be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so definitely. Well, I mean, is there any, like many markings? Any kind of like signage that tells you like, hey, watch out! There's like oh, a cliff right here. Or... The gnarly stuff, yeah. Okay. So they'll put like drop signs or mm-hmm. you know tight turns or stuff like that. Yeah. How did you end up doing at the race? What was your result? So I got second. Yeah. Not too bad. Yeah, no, it was really good. My teammate, um, Amy, got first, so we were on Amy the Amy Morrison? Yeah, Amy Morrison. She, she's a, she's quick. Yeah. <laughs> but she's been doing it for a for long sure. time. Yeah. We just raced together in China Peak. That was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think about China Peak? It was fun. Yeah. Um, I just had an iffy stage. Stage three for us was, it was stage one of the day, but stage three. It was a tough one. It was went from downhill to straight pedal uphill to mm-hmm. downhill. And I just, I struggled. I think I had like altitude sickness and just, I. Ugh. I think a lot of people were going through that. Really? Cause like, I heard real, the same like, thing. I just. Like tired. Dizzy. And, and yeah. Like, oh, I felt like I was going to puke every time I eat. So mm-hmm. I was trying to force feed myself and that was very difficult, <laughs> but I tried. What do you think about stage five? See, oh, stage five was fun. Yeah. Yeah. The top part. I loved. It got a little pedally, which I didn't like at the bottom, because <laughs> you're so like tired from trying to stay up and that. Yep. But I loved it. It was super fun. Stage four was my all-time favorite. That was your favorite. Yeah. Did you get any uh, first place on any of the, the stages? Yeah, uh, stage. I can't. I think it was stage four and two, I believe. Two. Okay. One. In, you would end up third for the weekend or second. Second. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, and then me and Amy are on the fifth stage. We we're uh, she got me by like one tenth of a second or something. Like wow. it was super close. Damn. So it's kind of cool to see that we're like. So if you would have got that stage, you would have you would have won the race. No. No. Um, stage one. Yeah, stage one for the day, I totally blew up and mm-hmm. was behind her by like sixteen seconds. So she got me on that one. I texted her after. I was like, "Dude, you killed me on that." <laughs> like, God, dang it. Yeah. <laughs> so bummed, but. So no, speaking of racing, good. what's what's your 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 best and worst racing experience or like the venue you know mm. i know i know you've only been doing it for a few years yeah, but you no, got let me let me think back yeah, all these yeah. years <laughs> just kidding um i don't know I, china peak was a tough one for me i just was not feeling good all day like i said i was gonna puke and just feeling dizzy and mm-hmm. trying to force feed myself and that was tough um other than that last year at mammoth i remember mammoth I did. I ended up doing enduro, dual solemn, and downhill. Damn. Yeah, I shouldn't have done that. It was way too much, and I didn't sleep well at night. I ended up just totally bonking out on the enduro, which was the last event, mm-hmm. because I had I had like dual solemn practice to downhill practice to qualifying to enduro practice, and I was going all over the place, and I wasn't stopping, and I didn't eat much. Mm-hmm. That's the lesson I learned. Um, so that, that race was hard. 
and it, it hurt my pride because I got like a sixth place and I was like, damn, I can't believe I just blew that. Like if, you know, yeah. so that was a hard race for me to swallow. What about the best race? Best race. Well, I'd say this year, Wildwood. I did I won that? Yeah, what did you do about Mendocino? Yeah, and I won that one, and I, I was so happy. That one really got me because I worked really hard on that race, and I felt. But really there's good. a good amount of pedaling in that race. Yeah, which I was surprised. I was like, "Wow, I can't believe I just did that." But when I got done for the day, it was a forty-mile race, like six thousand, mm-hmm. almost seven thousand feet climbing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I got done, and I looked at my mom. I'm like. Okay, I'm gonna be so mad if I did not win this race because that I've I've never ridden that good. I mm-hmm. rode I rode so good, and I was just like I felt amazing. I feel like I can go longer afterwards, and I was really? like I can't believe this. What is happening? You're in a like, race for high. I know. I was like, did I take a magic pill? Like, what just happened? <laughs> but yeah, that was my favorite race this whole year so well, far. Um, what bike are you on right now? Um, right now or this weekend, I'm gonna ride the Wolf Ridge. Okay. Yeah, the new twenty nine er. Yeah. yeah. So why 29er for this race? I don't know. I, I want to try it out. I've been super comfortable on it. I've been practicing it for a week or two. Okay. And it's just an amazing bike. I love it. So. But what, what about the other races? I mean, what's your, like, go-to bike? Mm, the Attack Trail. The Attack Trail? Mm-hmm. Okay. I love that bike. But for California Enduro, it's more pedally, so I've been riding uh, my Mount Vision, okay. which is a 140 travel, mm-hmm. so a little shorter. Yeah. Easier to pedal. <laughs> you you raced that for China Peak? No, what did I race for China? Oh no, China Peak I did uh, Attack Trail, but okay. let's um, Auburn Toro. Yeah. And Wild mm, yeah Wildwood I think mm-hmm. I raced my Mount Vision. Okay. Yeah. Um, what's your setup like? As far as like your your suspension setup. Mm, it's funny my suspension. Okay, I weigh like. Like, I don't know. Let's be specific here. 134, 135, whatever. Um, so I'll set my front. Well, I can't remember which. It's like 155 and 55. So I, I run them a little heavier. And even on the Wolf Ridge, I ended up doing like 160. PSI? So, yeah. So wow. it's like a little bit more. But I don't know. It's, I tend to blow out all my suspension when I run it, my weight or like. Mm-hmm. 140s and stuff. So are you on? Like, what is on? Uh, do you are you sponsored by Fox? Uh, no, Sam? we don't. We just we're running uh, Rock Shock. Okay. Yeah, but I don't, it's just they come with the Marin. Marin provides all that for us. Yeah. So. What uh, um what kind of equipment do they provide besides the bikes? Is it just the bikes themselves, complete bikes, or yeah, is it like a, just two a frame? Bikes they give us for the year, and then uh, if I get, yeah, they give us two complete bikes for the year. And, uh, so yeah, they'll just provide us with like parts and stuff if something mm-hmm. happens. Like, yeah, so that's pretty neat. Right. Um, what about your equipment, like helmet, gear, all that stuff? I mean, can you do, can you do, uh, whatever you want, like different sponsors? Or? Um, we're actually sponsored by Sweet Protection. Okay. It's awesome. Awesome gear. I okay. love it. Their knee pads are amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so they'll give us knee pads, helmet, all that good stuff, gloves, shorts. And then, uh, yeah, so we get all that stuff from them. Who wrenches on your bike? Who's what? Who wrenches on your bike? Mm, right now, it's my boyfriend. Okay. Yeah. He. Uh, shout out to the boyfriend out there. Shout out, Tyler. <laughs> hey. Um, he went to MMI for a moto, moto mechanic. Mm-hmm. And so he's just like a genius <laughs> on the bike. Mm-hmm. Just wrenches away. But yeah. Are you pretty hard on equipment? Yes. What are you known to break? 
bikes <laughs> frames yeah i broke a bike at tds and yeah i'm pretty good at that I broke one at mammoth so it's not it's not even the bike it's me mm-hmm. like i'm pretty hard on frames but, damn yeah it happens i guess when you're when you're racing at that level right it does yeah. You're just kind of like, there's, whatever. There's like, some, there's gnarly rock sections, and you just, you screw up, and you whack one, or you mm-hmm. going off these huge seven-foot drops, and yeah. you know what I mean? So, it's, it happens. But, I mean, you, you can wrench on your own bike if you had to, like, on, yeah. um, on a stage um, and stuff like that? Yeah, like, change tires, and derailleur derailleur adjustment. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, okay. he kind of taught me that. So. Oh, good. So I'm always asking him, I'm like, yeah, okay, teach me that, or, like, show me what I do if this happened, or mm-hmm. what do I, you know, try and go through the motions. What kind of gear do you, I mean, do you take, like, extra parts? Uh, what kind of nutrition do you take on your uh, when you're racing? I mean, are you, like, a fanny pack girl? I'm or? a fanny pack girl. Okay. Yeah, and today I don't, <laughs> or for tomorrow I won't have a water bottle holder in my bike. So I have a water bottle holder in my fanny pack. I will have my Dynaplug pill. Uh, that thing's amazing. So if I get a flat tire or air starts coming out of my tire, like a pop it, whatever, mm-hmm. I can just stick one in real quick and either pump it up or just ride out the rest of the race, mm-hmm. you know? Um also, extra tube. I carry chapstick. Have to have my chapstick. Yep. Bird's bees. Yep. Okay. Bird's bees. Okay, um, that's good stuff. We'll have some honey stinger. We're sponsored by Honey Stinger. So okay. We'll have some honey stingers in there. Um, what else? I like my scratch every now and then. Scratch, scratch labs. Scratch labs. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Uh, um. Okay. The drink. Yeah. We also have the little, the little chewy things. Oh, those are so good. I know. The other day I went to REI and I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna buy a pack. I'm like, I'll, I'll, I'll use it for my ride tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that right. You get them on the way home, boy. Yep. <laughs> as soon as I on the way home, I was like, um, "Yeah, that's not happening." Mm-hmm. Ripped them open and just ate the whole pack. It was bad. Um, we're um. So, what's your rest of your schedule look like this year? Just all California enduro races. California enduro. Um, I have this race coming up, and it's just a local race. I like to go out there. Um, Stormy Saddle enduro out in Humboldt. It's a new one. Okay. They just started it up, but uh. It's a pretty fun one. Um, just, yeah, the rest of the California Enduro, I think. I was going to try and hit some downhill races. Really? See if that will happen. See if that fits in there. Yeah. But, so are, are you committed to a certain schedule? Like, hey, you know, you have to do, like, X amount of races, or um, how does that work? Um, originally, in the beginning of the year, it kind of was. Like, the California Enduro was my, you know, main priority, mm-hmm. which it still is. But, uh, like, next year I want to try and do, like, Cascadia events and... I want to dip into more like BMEs and bigger races. What What about that Sturdy Dirty, which is an all women's dirt race? Yeah. What, do you, what do you think about that? I want to try and get into that. Um, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that, but you don't have I'm like that. A, I'm more of a. I want everyone to do it together. Okay. I want men and women to just go out and rip together. Uh. So I love that girls are getting all together and like getting other women to like participate. I love that. But I also like the whole, because I feel like we can learn a lot from men, too. Mm-hmm. And men can learn from women, whatever. No. I just, I, I, I don't know. The separation kind of bugs me a little bit, but I do Yeah, love, but you, you, were, do you, were trying, you were trying to do that moto thing, too, with the women, yeah. right? Yeah, so. But it's because they didn't they didn't allow women to race motocross? Or or the reserve um, rules involved, or what? Yeah, you could. Well, women could. Yeah, they totally can. Um, like Vicky Golden, she uh, tried racing, tried qualifying for a... She made a night show, but anyways, for Supercross in the men's level, mm-hmm. and she did really well, but uh, no no woman has ever really made it super far, 
But uh, no, they they just had the men's motocross and then they had the women's mm-hmm. league, which is pretty normal to have it all separated, you know. Okay. But yeah. Yeah. No, um, I just mean like separation is fact like practicing together and like. But yeah, the race is cool. Whatever. They should have all men's too. That'd be kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Like uh, we have a couple of teammates um, that that done them and and. Uh, I mean, they have a good time. You know, it's all yeah. about women oh, getting yeah. together. and No, and I love that the men go out there and cheer them on. It's super right? funny. I'm not yeah. against it. I love it. <laughs> but, I, yeah, I also like, because I just say that because I ride with a lot of guys, and I learn a lot of a lot of things from them. But I also mm-hmm. learn stuff from women, too. So you weren't a girly girl when you were growing up? You're like no, a tomboy? I'm a big tomboy. <laughs> yeah. It's a huge tomboy. <laughs> but, no, um, I love that. I've been, I want to try and get in. I need to talk to my friend about getting in there. Mm-hmm. I really want to go. It's up there, in... there is one. There's another one here. There's is just there? 30. Yeah, there's, oh, a, there's oh, that's one. that's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and there's one up in Oregon, too, that I was going to try and go to in okay. August. Yeah. So I'm still trying to get in there. I'm okay. going to try and make my connections and get in nice, there. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So a uh, couple of, you said a couple of downhill races. Is that uh, in Oregon? Yeah. Um, in W Cup. Northwest okay. Cup. Might hit one of those, maybe. I'm not sure if it fits in the schedule, but. Okay. Because August, September, October have races in them. Yeah, uh, we got um, we got North Star, we have um, Kamikaze, and then yeah. and then somewhere close to your 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 hometown, right? This is uh, uh, Ashland. Ashland, hometown. That's right, right. I'm excited for it's that. It's close one. by. Mm-hmm. You know, for us, like this is like our home race or whatever. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of hard to have um, races down here. I don't know. It's because just people don't want to have the venues it's it's a challenge because as you know like most yeah. of the races are up like norcal mm-hmm. races you know and and uh, for us living down in orange county is like it's always like a, at least a five-hour drive to yeah. go to any of the races mm-hmm. i mean that's what mike was just saying on the way over here he's like i couldn't live down here i wouldn't go to any races i'm like it's true far away yeah it's 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 a challenge like, for us you know um yeah. you know we've had um big turnouts for the team and and it's just it bums people out that all the races are so far away so you know it takes time from work I know. you know uh from the family you know and traveling so it's a lot more expensive to do these races you know yeah, it's a bummer. so you know we're, we're, we're trying to get some stuff going down here you know to bring more people down here and get stoked down here because there's a lot of cool stuff down here yeah a lot of stuff is unsanctioned you know like yeah, you come down to orange yeah. county but if you get you know hook up with the local they'll show you the stuff you know and it's like oh okay i don't even know this is down here yeah. you know what i mean and there's some places uh, like that up there too yeah, yeah. For sure. But, anyways, um, any any EW races uh, in the future for you? Actually, I was supposed to go to Aspen. Okay. I just recently decided to give away my registration. Damn. Yeah, I just felt like I wasn't ready. I want to go in feeling a lot more confident. Physically, uh, mentally. Ball, all of it. Okay. Yeah, and and the fact that it's just so far. It was a far drive. It was like seventeen hour drive for me. And I'd probably have to go out there alone for now. So, so I was like, Ugh. Yeah. So for the most part, are you uh, traveling with the team? Or are you like by yourself, boyfriend, by myself, mom? Or? Yeah, all the above. All the above? Okay. But not, not with the team or anything. Um, I was going to go back there with Amy, but plans got changed. And so I just ended up, I was like, I'll just, you know what, I'll wait for next year. So mm-hmm. next year, I think I'm going to get into um, Aspen and Whistler at okay. least. And yeah. Go from there. Cool. I just want to go in with a bigger bang, hopefully. What about uh, some of the European stuff? I would love to, but we'll see if finances 
can get me there. Yeah. Are you are you like marketing yourself or is that you have somebody helping you like get sponsors? I mean, just marketing myself. Yeah. I normally just reach out. I call people, tech, like email, whatever. What's the worst they can say? No. Yeah. That's, that's it. That, okay. I mean, that's just it. Like I bugged Scratch Labs for years. Like, well, not years, years, because I've only been doing this for, <laughs> but like two years, all I've been writing, I've been emailing and bugging them and bugging them and bugging them. And they keep turning me down. Mm-hmm. They still keep turning me down. But I was like, dang it, I'm going to keep bugging them. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. You know, yeah. I'm like a, I'm annoying little picker. <laughs> like, <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. You know, I, um, like I have, I have my own race team. Well, well, I run for the shop, for the Path Bike Shop. So, um, you know, and I'm the one out looking for the sponsor. So I know the struggle, you yeah. know, it's mm-hmm. just. It's just finding the right person, you know, the right time, and then yeah. having that relationship and that connection, and that kind of opens up the doors. I think doors. it's super important, and I have a, I like calling people. Okay. I prefer to like, you know, I just I don't know. I was talking to the Sean at Deity, and he sent me some bars and grips, and you know, all these goodies, and I'm mm-hmm. just like, I gotta call him. I'm so excited. I can't just email him. That seems so wrong. Like, yeah. These guys, these guys are putting in so much work and effort to give me that. And yeah, I'm for like, sure. Pick up the phone. I'm like, thank you. Yeah. He's like, awesome. kind of like, what? Like, thanks for the courtesy call. But yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, sorry, I get excited. I did the same thing with Moran. I was like, when my two bikes showed up, oh man, I like almost cried. I was like, really? what is happening? That's that's a huge that's a huge blessing, yeah. you know, just to. Oh. It's so much stress relief too. It's just yeah. it's super. I'm super like blessed about it. So what was your what was your bike before you got a Marine? An intense. Okay. Mm-hmm. Was it a carbine? A yeah. spider? Was uh, it? Well, what was it? Sorry. Um, tracer. tracer. There we go. Okay. I was like, mm, had to think about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a tracer. Good bike. Sturdy bike. Were, uh, was it a big transition from one one brand to another because of the just the, the suspension, Actually, the geo? No. Surprising. Well, suspension. That was one thing. My Marine was like, whoa. The suspension is dialed, mm-hmm. but the like geometry was like pretty similar. Like, it felt really comfortable. Mm-hmm. I hopped on it and I was like, "Wow, I love this thing!" Yeah, which I was like really, I was like nervous about because you never know. You're like, "What if I hop on this bike and I'm kind of like feel uncomfortable?" But because yeah, I don't think every bike is for every person, you know. Like, yeah. you have to find a bike that that fits you, fits your riding style, where you're riding. Exactly. You know, and you're your body type and everything yeah. so you can't jump on every bike that's going to be like perfect for you yeah and that's the way i feel i don't know no i feel exactly the same i have a harder like i'm not really picky but like my legs are shorter <laughs> i'm a short i'm a short person shorter person and uh so my torso's bit taller so mm-hmm. i mean sometimes i'll have issues with the geometry of that mm-hmm. but like the marin has been perfect okay I love it. Have you messed with the with the shock with it all to, to kind of play with your suspension at all? Mm, not really. I mean, I'll yeah, I'll adjust the rebound and. All no, but that. but the shock was you know you've you've heard about the shock was right. Oh the. The little it's like a electronic tool you put on the shock and the fork okay. and it and it gives you like the reading of. Oh no. Kind of like a you know there's like different settings. Yeah yeah. Um like balanced you know uh, playful whatever and you know it kind of gives you like a, a score from zero to one hundred on where your suspension set up. Oh wow. And I then you know, yeah, shock whiz. <laughs> shock whiz. Okay. I've never never. How come I've never heard of that? I don't know. Wow. See, I am still a newbie a little bit. <laughs> You're still learning. I'm still yeah. Learning um, every day. Uh, one of the guys on the team he he bought he bought the shock. I mean they're not not cheap. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think retail is like four hundred bucks a piece. But you make a phone call, call a hookup, hey, you know what I mean? Keep bugging people. Yeah, right. But, you know, it's a benefit. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. In, in off-road racing or in motocross, like you have you have you have a shock guy, right? Mm-hmm. You take it to Shockworks or whatever, you know, Enzo, whatever, and you, they know what they're doing, right? But yeah. for mountain bikes, it's kind of hard to try to get like uh, a certain setting, you know, or like some kind of fine tuning because they're set up so generic for the most part. You know yeah, what I mean? Like true. they they spec them like a certain valve, certain you know, like on some of them on the rock shop, it's like either medium medium or medium soft or medium firm, mm-hmm. whatever, and that's because of the way that the geometry and the suspension of the bike is. But, you know, it's really hard, you know, maybe for push, you know, like they do like the custom stuff. But yeah. I think we need more of that in, in mountain biking just to get your the, the yeah, bike dialed, totally. the suspension dialed for you. I agree. You yeah. Know? I always think that too. Like I need to get this a little more dialed probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'll notice some things here and there, but I'm like, and I'll adjust it the best I can. But yeah, mm-hmm. more knowledge is always way better. Especially for suspension. I, I think like, you know, coming from off-road racing, we did a lot of off-road racing, and if you had your suspension dialed and you were underpowered, mm-hmm. the suspension would win every day. Oh, yeah. Because it'll get you through the holes, it'll get you through mm-hmm. anything, you know what I mean? That's also helpful for a smaller rider like myself. Right, because yeah. it's, it's, I think it's, it's even harder for, for, for lighter riders to get, to get the suspension because most of the time you're not going through the, you're not using the whole suspension. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's got to be a challenge. Yeah, it's a little bit, yeah, but... You kind of like what, wing it, you know, yeah, like just, wing it. I wing well, it. You're still learning. You still know what learning. I mean? Yeah, so, I'm sure there's, you know, next year I'll be like, what? Why did I do this? Or you know, we'll yeah. different things. But so you're pretty fun. mellow, like when you when you get when you when you're getting your bike worked on, like you know, like dude, I need this or whatever. You're like, hey, this is what I need. Or yeah, I'm super chill. I'm yeah. like, leave my chain. Just make sure things are tight. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm fine. Like I'm not super picky at a race this race in Idaho kellogg um and the first stage of the day i crashed really hard on this jump and i ended up getting up and my bars were twisted like my right hand was almost to my belly Mm -hmm. and my left hand was out in front of me basically and i finished (laughs) the run like that and i like jumped and i was like why did i just do that but i wasn't gonna spend an extra like five seconds to twist it yeah so i mean like the fact that i'm not picky helps me in those situations Mm -hmm. because i'll just like whatever It'll be fine. Yeah. When some people would be like, no, I have to straighten it out. Mm-hmm. I can kind of just be like, whatever. Yeah. We'll just flow with it. <laughs> It'll work. Yeah. It'll work itself out eventually. It'll be fine. Uh, how can we get more women involved in racing? Not just enduro, but just on bikes, just racing. You know what I mean? Good question. Because I feel like a lot of women are... Is it an intimidation I feel factor? they're intimidated or they're, um, they're not confident about themselves. I'll talk to a lot of women, they don't think they're as good as they are, or mm-hmm. they just downplay themselves, and that really bugs me, because women are freaking, they can be as rad as they want to be, like, yeah. get out there, just do it, mm-hmm. like, I tell my friends all the time, like, they're scared sometimes to do, uh, to do, uh, like, step up a level in a class or something, go to pro, or, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, you need to just jump and do it, mm-hmm. because other women see that, younger women see that, and they start getting, like you know, mm-hmm. um, motivated and do it. And so I have this little girl that I help out a little bit at home. Oh, that's cool. Her name's Sierra. And, uh, she actually, she's going to be at Worlds for BMX this week. Really? Yeah. She's oh, a ripper. sweet. And, uh, I'll go practice with her a lot. And it's just like, it almost makes me tear up because I'm like, I really want her to learn and know that she's, she can do anything and she's mm-hmm. freaking rad and she can't be scared because, you know, have confidence and just get out there. More women need to, like, just realize that. We need more mentors. You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. 
You more more, more women, women like coaches and and just you know, leading rides and yeah. having clinics. Clinics, yeah. You know I was I mean? talking to my local bike shop about doing something like that up in Oregon. Like I would love to go out there and like, they just need to be more pumped up. Mm-hmm. I think we all need to be more pumped up. It, it would help the industry. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And and they would see like, hey, we need to do something about this. You know? Instead I would of, love to see more women out there. Like yeah. to have sometimes at races there's like hundred men and then you have like. You know, twenty girls. Mm-hmm. It's like, so I want more. Yeah. So you, so full pack. So, you, packed, so like, you're you're trying to do your part, right? Yeah. Getting involved in your, in your local community, your local bike shop, trying to get them yeah. to do more stuff for women. I'm trying to. It's kind of hard sometimes because people link up. It's hard to like link up with everyone. I have a my friend Jamie Hill. He's probably I don't know if you've heard of her, but downhiller. Um, she does a lot of that up in uh, like Canada, I believe. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, I want to like jump in there with her someday, but <laughs> we'll see. What, what's um, what's the what's the biking community like in in, in where you live? Mm, it's pretty laid back. I mean, is it pretty tight? Like tight, you know? Yeah, you is... have your like local crew. Okay. Kind of like yeah, local posse kind of. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, they're all cool. I love all of them. Um, yeah, it's just really laid back. There's not there's a they have a mountain bike program at the school, which is kind of cool. Is it like uh, like Nike, like cross country mountain biking, or? I'm not quite sure. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Maybe I don't remember. I was trying to get into that, but I just I kept getting so busy with school. I just time wasn't mm-hmm. fitting there. But uh, yeah, it's just pretty laid back, and but yeah, we need more you know, involvement. Yeah, I mean, there I know like um, there's a couple like organizations that that you know focus on you know getting women out there, but I feel that. It kind of, it's like hot, you know what I mean, in the hot and heavy type in in a way, and and then like it just kind of loses steam, you know what I mean? I don't know if women get frustrated or, I don't know what it is, but like when our local trails is like you mainly see, I'll say eighty percent guys, you know, the rest women, you know, and it'd be good, you know, it'd be great to see more women on the bikes, you know what I mean? And I don't know, I think the industry's got to do something about it. Yeah, maybe they, I don't know, they just get discouraged or, because I know, I know some women that just go out and ride but they never have the urge to race mm-hmm. but i do feel like more ne- more need to race because it it promotes them more mm-hmm. so it gets other women to go oh i want to try that right so i don't know just stepping out and doing it it's yeah hard. is there like a local race series where you live um there's not really um we have the local spring thaw which is a, like yeah, it's a local race in Ashland. And then sometimes there's the Obra, so they do, like, uh, cross races and, like, road bike. Mm-hmm. But not really, like, enduro-type okay. races. But Yeah, I mean, down in Orange County, we have the uh, Over the Hump series, which is a cross-country race. Oh, but we get, we get five to 600 people, right, racing cross-country every Tuesday. And it's, like, six weeks. You get a four-week break and then six weeks. Oh, wow. And you get, you know, there's kids races, you know, you get, it's like a whole family affair. You know I mean? There's activities for the kids. There's like, you know, they do like a little bit of clinics, you know, and I think we need more of that kind of stuff in, in other areas, you cool. know, because cross country can lead to enduro, to downhill, whatever, but yeah. you know, you need to have the fitness, mm-hmm. for the, no, you know, totally. to race enduro. And clinics are a good idea too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. There you go. It's, it's, I know. I really <laughs> do would like, I would like to coach. I got invited to go Amy was doing some coaching and 
French soda. We call her soda. But mm-hmm. um, <laughs> she, uh, she's like, yeah, hey, come down. But my schedule just, I was so beat from traveling. I was mm-hmm. like, I can't do it. Something else was going on that weekend. But I'd love to do it. It'd be so fun to coach. I feel like I have a lot of, like, pumped up, like, Yeah, I mean, out. I think that's, like, a complete somebody, like, having, like, a mentorship. Like, hey, yeah. you know, like, I helped develop this young person to to be where they're at now, you know? Yeah. And who knows? They might be the next world champion. Yeah. But I it take, it takes somebody to to kind of guide them. Like, hey, yeah. let's do this. You I know have what more mean? of, like, a tough, like, <laughs> approach to it. Like, yeah. I want them to know you can do it. And like, I'm not going to baby you. I'm going to be like, hey, <laughs> you can do this jump or you can do it right now. Like, you're like, I'm not going to go push them over their limits. Right, like, right. you're going to know. But yeah, it's just stuff like that. I'm like, you better go do it. Mm-hmm. Do you have a racing nickname? Mm, I don't. Um, I can't think of anyone. No, I don't <laughs> think so. Kyle Warner, um, he rides for Marin too. He calls me Gina. Gina? Yeah, I don't know how. Like a long time ago, they all just were like, "Hey, Gina." Like, I don't know. I don't remember <laughs> what that comes from, but every now and again, they'll text me like, "Hey, good job, Gina. Good job at your race." <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. <laughs> it's kind of funny. But that's the only one I could think of. Yeah. Um, so, do you guys do like uh, when you know being on a on a Marin Pro team? Do you guys have like? training camps you know before the race or during the race or do you guys like get together to we don't okay but that's what's something that would be really cool to do mm-hmm. i think so i don't know right it would it, we should should like do a marin all I'm the marin just, i'm just throwing these questions out there <laughs> you know, all these marin guys we should do with the whole marin crew and then like get other young kids or whatever to come out and like yeah that'd be kind of cool i like that yeah stuff. so 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 you guys are pretty much like here's the stuff like good yeah. luck type of deal or kind of I mean we all kind of collaborate together to like talk about different things but mm-hmm. um yeah we're kind of on our own program mm-hmm. for the most part do you like that or would you prefer more of a like a tight niche I kind of prefer sometimes more team like if we're at a event like I think last year they would do like rent a house out and they'd all stay there for the mm-hmm. weekend, which we didn't do at all this year. Okay. Like, I'd I, I like that because it's super yeah, fun to just I agree. connect I agree. with your teammates. Yeah, and, for sure. Yeah, it's fun. We try to do that, you know, when we when we go to, like, uh, North Star or whatever. Like, yeah. whoever's going, like, we get a house. You know, we all stay at the house, and, and then, we, you know, we split the cost. But, you know, you have the whole team there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try and coordinate that now. You yeah. motivated me. I'm going to oh, go text good. all my teammates <laughs> for like Mammoth or something. Yeah, like, Mammoth. Yeah, uh, we're getting a condo. You're doing it. No we, ha- we have this, uh, we have a friend that races. He's got a, um, the, a, friend, a friend, another friend that has a big house there. It's huge. It, I love Mammoth. It can hold like 21 people. Wow. It's like a, it's what? like a mini mansion. It's That's huge. So cool. And it's like walking distance to the venue. So when oh, we, like... when we, yeah, gold, right? Gold. So when we go to, when we do the, the kamikaze games, like everybody, like that's where everybody gets together. It's like, Hey, you know, it's and fun. you know, during the afternoon, like everybody does their own thing. But at night it's like, everybody's kind of cooking dinner together, barbecuing, you know, like hang out. It's a huge living room. It's huge. That's it's like, I don't know, maybe like the size of the house or something. Oh, it's huge. So everyone can just like powwow in there. Yeah, like, you know, they, they put their, hook up their GoPros to the TV and like watch some race yeah. footage. 
Um, Imagine people on rollers, no, rolling out their legs. Rollers, yeah. We yeah. have a uh, we have a guy. His name is Thomas Rombacher, and uh, he's got this like apparatus that you. It's like space age. You know, you put it, you put it like you slide it up on your legs, mm-hmm. and it uses air to like. like I don't know. Press your legs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. But it's kind of weird. It's actually like you lay there, and you know, you put you just like it's almost like pajama you put on, right? Like a like some what? pants. And it's like it, the air goes, you know what I mean? It's getting, cool. Like it compresses and releases in certain areas. Yeah. And it's kind of like rolling your legs out. Without having to actually roll them out. Yeah. I was like, what is that, Thomas? Like, oh, check it out. Jump. You know, I was like, oh, all right. So I tried it one time. I'm like, oh, okay, it's pretty cool. It's like a half an hour type of deal. You watch TV or whatever. And Speaking of trying new things, at China Peak, um, met some new guys. Uh, this guy's name's Troyden. It's the coolest name. I love that name. But he has this um, mat that has, uh, it's it's to stimulate like a, a simulate, sorry, simulate like a nail bed. Hmm. And it has little plastic spikies that um, they're just on like a padded mat. You lay back on your back without anything on or whatever. And it, it, it kind of hurts. It hurts for like for the first three minutes, but then it starts feeling hot and it feels really good. And it just stimulates hmm. your blood flow and like. It's almost it's like weird. like acupuncture. Yeah, kind of like acu- acupuncture. Yeah. Do you exactly. do you believe in that or do you use any kind of like uh, I like done it yet? Okay. I want to really really bad. Yeah. <laughs> I have this friend who um, I do cakes for her, and she's like, yeah, I'm coming to the shop, you know. You should. We I have we have, fr- we have a friend we have a friend and a sponsor that does that, and it's kind of kind of weird at first, you know what I mean? Because he's like, all right, well, start stabbing you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't feel it, you know what I mean? Like what the heck? That's and then weird. you hook up these like. Uh, like, like electrodes or whatever yeah. and then you know depending on how much you can tolerate you know the leg also you're like your leg or your arm starts like twitching you know what i mean like, yeah. like oh dude like that's too much Let me i'll do the tens unit that's the same thing like uh-huh. electrodes or whatever yeah um i actually just got my very first massage a couple days ago okay and i had one like she thought that was crazy <laughs> she's like what are you serious you've never had a massage and i'm like yes i have never had a massage and Did you feel like a million bucks or what? It feels great. I had her work on my neck and well, everything, but mm-hmm. my neck and my shoulders were insanely tight. I definitely needed it. Mm-hmm. It's nice. So after like a long training ride and uh, or a race, I mean, what are what are your like routines? Like, do you roll your legs out? Uh, do you just, like cold shower? Well, like trying to peak this year, that sure. water was. Woo! Yeah, I definitely went nice. That was nice. I I soaked my legs in there. Um, cold water helps. Um, I'll do rolling, stretching. I have like a hand roller mm-hmm. and just a regular roller. And then, uh, I take magnesium. I'll do like a magnesium powder at night. What is that really, for? Um, helps repair muscles and then, uh, just sleep. Helps me with my sleep. Mm-hmm. It's really lovely. <laughs> um, so I'll do that. And then let's see. I think that's about, I can't remember. Or I'll just talk my boyfriend into massaging me. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's been a whole day. Yeah, <laughs> I'm rubbing my, rub my legs, man. Yeah. Um, do you have like certain routines that you do? You know, like, I won't do this before a race, or I won't do that after the race, or whatever. Like. Fun question. Things I won't do. Like, um, do you have like a certain like structure? Like, this is what I'm gonna do. This kinda. is what I'm eating. This is what you know what I mean. Like. Eating no. Eating, I like just just go kind of with the flow. Really? Like, yeah, a little you bit. Won't, I mean, like, I you won't, won't carb up like for before a race or like banana or coconut I'll water. I'll just make sure I'll drink a lot of fluids and like like tonight I had a kombucha. Just I like kombucha. Just get something different in my system. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just make sure I have my water down, have my magnesium, uh, 
sometimes I'll just do some scratch or like electrolyte type stuff to make sure I'm really hydrated. Um, but as far as food, I just normally I go try and get some veggies and something I don't know normal. But um, I was gonna say something. I forgot. <laughs> um, what I won't do is uh, normally try and take a day off like close to the race. I'm not really doing anything. Like today was just my travel day. Mm-hmm. Just traveled nine, ten hours, whatever. Pretty pretty mellow right to drive up here. Uh, yeah. Or drive down, actually. Yeah, drive down. <laughs> no, it was mellow. Okay. Pretty simple. Um now, now you know how we feel. Off. Now you know how we feel when we gotta travel and drive <laughs> nine hours, ten hours. Right? I don't like it. Right. <laughs> and then you get out and you're just like, I feel so tired, but I just sat in a car all day. Mm-hmm. So that was my rest day. And yesterday, um I went for a ride with my brother, my boyfriend and my friend Austin and uh they were starting to like push it harder and I'm like starting to get a little angry like guys no I'm not gonna push hard like I won't push hard like super close to the race because mm-hmm. I know my legs get really burnt out so I'm like no I'm just going mellow so I was like I had to like swallow my pride and just be like okay so I'm gonna back it off so I'm thinking you're, you're a pretty competitive person huh yeah yeah, okay. yeah. it bugs me yeah but I, I you don't I don't I can't really see it you know what I mean because you're so like quiet you know what I mean like I don't know I was like but I guess the inner you is like... It is. It's bad. <laughs> like, I, I'll try my best to hide it, but when it's I like get... you got a switch that just turns on and off, huh? Yeah, I do. Yeah. No, it's like professional me, and then there's like, ooh, angry. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I think a lot of people have that, but yeah. I try and keep it on the down low. It's tough, especially when you're racing, you know, because yeah. if you have a competitor, like, something happens to them, like, are you going to pull over and, like, help them out, or... I mean, it's, it's a tough one, right? wrong, yeah, yeah, for sure, but I'm always like... You okay? Like, I'll yell, you know. But you good? Like, you 20 good? miles an hour. Yeah. 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 I guess so. What's funny is, at this Idaho race, some guy, like, pulled off for me. And I was like, he's like, yeah, you good? Or I was like, yeah, you good? He's like, yeah, I'm good. He's like, have a good ride. And I was like, okay, you too. We're, like, race in a race run. Yeah. And we're yelling at each other, like, yeah. how's your day going? Like, good job. Yeah, see you later. <laughs> I started laughing after that. I was like, okay, I'm, like, I'm racing. Stop. You're racing. Like, what are you mm-hmm. Oh, that was a fun run, though. Are, are you a beer gal? You like beer? Or? Cider. Cider. Cider? Okay. Yeah. I had okay. the best pair of cider the other night. But yeah, I'll do, uh, sometimes I'll do a cider before the race, actually. Okay. Every now and then. I mean, lately it hasn't been so much, but mm-hmm. it tends to calm me down. Or like, after the race, for sure, I'll have like a little cider. Nice. But, uh, any kind of uh, certain music that you listen to, listen to when you're training or riding? Ooh. Um, I don't know. Savage Garden. <laughs> um, it's like Glass Animals. What kind of music is that? I don't know what to, I don't know what to classify it as. You have to look it up. I don't know. Glass um, Animals. All right. Glass Animals. It's. I guess it's more. I can't even. I don't even know the genre. I really don't. That's sad. But um, no, I don't. I try not to listen. I don't know. I don't listen to a lot of music on my rides. Every now and then I will. But uh. At school, I mostly do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> kind of bad, just on my computer. Right. Doing homework and yeah. whatever. Yeah. Projects. Need to stop doing that, but whatever. So, how, how many more years before you're done with school? Probably have another year for... It's been a slow process for me, just with racing. I've been trying mm-hmm. to, like... Yeah. And I also, like, got a couple Ds in a class and actually failed the class. Like, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Damn. That's how hard... I don't know. It's just hard. It's really hard. I was doing chemistry while I went over to Costa Rica mm-hmm. so I was in class and I was supposed to be in class and I went over to Costa Rica for a week so I was trying to like study over there but I mean you're in Costa Rica 
Yeah. What are you going to do? Come on now. So, I don't know. That <laughs> I had to try and weigh out my... But, yeah, it happens. And so, mm-hmm. I have to retake a class. And so, but... Um, probably another year. And then uh, PT school is another three years. So... But I'm young, right? <laughs> yeah. That's what you want to do, you know? You got to be focused and dedicated to yeah. that. Just like what you're doing now, you know, racing. Like, yeah. You got to carry that it's on, too. It's hard to focus on both at the same time, but I'm trying. It's hard. So, you, do you find that one kind of overtakes the other one sometimes yes yeah Yeah. like it it feel like for me it'll be one or the other depending on the week so like one week it'll be like all school and i'm like oh i haven't ridden but then another next week it'll be like i rode so many hours this week but i kind of didn't do good on this test Mm -hmm. so it's like do your parents give you a hard time try and balance it no my parents are awesome whatever and i mean it may disappoint them that I, like, get a bad grade every now and then, but they understand, and they, they're proud of me. Mm-hmm. They love me, so they don't, they're not, they're the coolest parents ever. <laughs> I mean, they love me no matter what. Uh, so, uh, what else do we know about you before uh, we wrap up our Shoot. Women of Enduro podcast, part of the one-on-one series? We covered a lot in this, in this series, in this episode. Um <laughs> I don't know. Any more questions? I'm tough at throwing stuff out. Um, let's see. What? Well, um, any shout outs to your uh, to your sponsors? Um, yeah. That, yeah. Oh yeah. Marin E13 yeah. WTV, um, Honey Stinger Sweet Protection Motor Pack Power System, One um, A Decals. My brother actually owns that company. Cool. Um, shout out to the brother. Yeah. <laughs> I love my brother. He's awesome. Um, Deity components. Uh, who else? Don't forget any. I know. I'm like, <laughs> who else? Uh, I got E13. Yeah, that's right. Um, it's about, oh, uh, um, Focus 100, 100%. 100%? Yeah. Focus 100 is actually uh, my boyfriend's brother-in-law. He started a clothing company. Okay. He makes, like, fitness clothing and, like, Cool. He's like, come on, help us out. And yeah, like, so you're like an ambassador for them? Yeah, kind of, yeah. So uh, they just make some comfy stuff, mm-hmm. yeah. Are you, uh, are you, have you done any kind of like marketing, any commercials, any, any like, you know, media okay. stuff? Okay. Mm-mm. It'd be cool. Yeah. It'd be sweet, but Get but your Get yet. your face on a, on a magazine, right? On a poster or like a magazine? Heck That'd yeah. That'd be sick. I would love it. <laughs> That'd be sweet. What's your uh, what's your takeaway? Uh, what could, you know like what's like the last thing you want to say you know before we, we end our podcast so people like capture that like the whole everything in a nutshell. In a nutshell, I'm just I don't know. I'm a writer just trying to be happy and show prove what I have. So like. Uh, okay. Um, are you? Do you plan to, to continue mountain bike racing, like, as a professional career? Or, like, once you get done with school, are you going to, like, quit mountain bike racing? No. I don't think I could quit now. It's like moto. You know, I had a hard time stepping away from that. So, no. I'd probably always be dabbling in racing. Mm-hmm. But I would love to take it to a higher level, and I, I definitely think I can. What's the higher level? EWS? Yeah, EWS. But, you know, I know it takes time, and... A lot of training, a lot of effort, a lot of money, a lot of, but maybe something. A lot, a lot of other stuff. A lot, huh? a lot of, just, yeah. We'll see. It can happen, right? I mean, Dream big, can, right? Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta uh, shoot for the stars, yeah. you know. If That's not, then if you kind of just settle for like whatever, is like you never know what, what you could, yeah. you could achieve and what you could accomplish. That's and, exactly. And, you know, right. and 
you gotta leave a legacy you gotta leave a footprint you know behind it people know like oh all right cool (laughs) i'm trying all right guys well uh thank you Jenea perry (laughs) (laughs) great you did great uh, uh, this is part of the uh, one-on-one series, uh, Women of Enduro. This is Big Lou, Beyond the Bike Podcast. Signing off. Thanks. <laughs>